All you have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to you. Game time decisions. All right, let's roll. Get on the grid. Sports grid. As uh, we roll through uh, this week, uh, the countdown is on, of course, NBA All-Star Weekend uh, this uh, weekend. we got a full slate of NBA basketball games uh, this evening, and they're actually kind of big games uh, when you consider the uh, the circumstance. Uh, we're not really at the halfway point, even though, even though it's the All-Star break. It's not the halfway point of the season. We're way past that uh, right now. Teams are in like 50-plus and stuff like that, and... When they come out of the All-Star break, it's going to count. Like, every game's going to freaking matter. Um, playoff seeding, positioning, teams try to crash the party and make the playoffs. These games are going to count. And there's a lot of matchups where, where teams, they want to end on a winning note uh, tonight. They've been hot uh, going into the All-Star break. They want to keep it going. Uh, the Toronto Raptors, even though they've won 15 straight games, they can't pull away from the Boston Celtics, although the Celtics finally lost uh, last night. So it's a big game for the Raptors tonight. You know they, they want to keep this going. And if the Raptors win tonight, uh, they will tie the 1990-91 Los Angeles Lakers for the longest winning streak going into the All-Star break. They would tie it at 16. They get the Brooklyn Nets tonight, and the money is coming in on the Toronto Raptors, even right here in the Nets' backyard. It's up to four points up here at FanDuel. The raging redhead Cam Stewart was throwing it down to Las Vegas, Nevada, but now he's back in the home of the defending champions in the six. What's going on, Cam? What's happening, Marenzi? Yeah, and take a look at Milwaukee, right? They had that 18-game streak, but you said it. That wasn't into the All-Star break, and you know, when your Uber driver's talking about the Raptors and knows basically nothing, he was talking Liverpool soccer, and then he gets into Raptors going for 16. It's a big deal. They've overtaken the Leafs here in the city, too. People are just falling in love. And what can you say? The sports books, we talked about it. You said 40, Gabe. I looked at the odds before I left, down to 15, and the best I saw was 20 to 1. So during that stretch when I was away, after the winning streak, the odds for the Raptors just kept on decreasing. Wish we got it early. Well, there's different numbers all across the board uh, right now for the Raptors. There's still some 25s out there right now. It's still a high number. Uh, the Raptors should be the, the fourth choice. Even the second, third, fourth choice. Third choice to win the title, not the tenth choice. Mark Lawrence will join us after the update. Uh, we're going to talk some college basketball, some NBA, and some XFL with Mark Lawrence. Playbook.com. Get on the grid. Sports Grid. News update. Hey guys, Cam Stewart here, your Sports Grid News and Betting Update. If you want that edge, Cappers, you got to get on the grid. Miles Garrett back, the NFL reinstating the Cleveland Browns pass rusher following his indefinite suspension. He was suspended for the rest of 2019 after ripping off Pittsburgh Steelers quarterback Mason Rudolph's helmet and hitting him in the head with it back in Week 17. The 24-year-old met with the commission, and now he's able to join in April's off-season workouts. The Antonio Brown Apology Tour made another stop today. Former receiver, he apologized to quarterback Big Ro Ben Roethlisberger for his bad behavior, stating, quote, I never realized how good I had it, unquote. In December, Brown called his former signal caller a quote-unquote loser. The Bengals will uh, like hopefully trade Andy Dalton, but who's the trade partner going to be for the vet? 
Dalton has spent all nine seasons with Cincinnati, but is expendable in the Bengals. Hey, it looks like the first overall pick is going to be Joe Burrow. So Andy Dalton probably gone after nine seasons. Who's going to pick him up? He's an old guy. MLB announcing some rule changes for 2020, headlined by pitchers being submitted to a three-batter minimum. The rule will be implemented at the start of spring training March 12th. Sacramento Kings guard Buddy Hield happy with the team to sit not happy with the team's decision to bring him off the bench. Sources say he may request a trade. The 27-year-old into four-year, $86 million extension in October. He is unhappy with his new role. Speaking of basketball, Toronto at Brooklyn. Raptors looking for their 16th in a row. Toronto laying four, total 223 and a half. Early NCAA hoops action. We've got two games at 6:30. The tip. 23 Creighton at Seton Hall. Pirates minus five and a half. 145 and a half and Xavier is at number 19 Butler the Bulldogs laying five and a half 129 the total MMA news Nate Diaz exploring legal action after a false report of his arrest and police attack the Miami Herald reported Diaz was hospitalized after being involved in a domestic violence case the report said he was arrested and later attacked police officers these claims false and incorrect the Herald has retracted the story and since apologized he's looking for a payday in the NHL, the Winnipeg Jets uh, have uh, called uh, Paul Maurice multi-year extension and Montreal captain Shea Weber out 4-6. to six. I'm Cam Stewart. Now back to host of Game Time Decisions, Gabe Morenci. All right, good to have you back, uh, Cam. Great job. Yep. Nice Thanks, to have some, uh, some updates that uh, talk uh, something besides just uh, hockey and baseball like George Kurtz. <laughs> Although uh, Captain Kurtz got pretty Ooh. sensitive. To uh, to us coming on and saying, you know, dude, like uh, there's a, kind of a lack of uh, lack of NBA college and like, the, you know, the kind of stuff that people care about. I don't think Kurtz even knows the Daytona 500 uh, is this weekend. He doesn't like. He's like, what? What Daytona? They uh, Daytona 500. Um, so yeah, Cam is back. Jeremy Roenick will not be back. Actually, that's some breaking late news from this afternoon. Remember a couple of months ago, Jeremy Roenick joked about wanting to have a threesome with one of the NBC uh, hockey uh, reporters. Tapping. Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, he got tapped. Uh, now he's tapped out as NBC. I knew this was going to happen. They weren't, they weren't going to bring him back after this. So he's out. He's online right now. He's not ripping NBC. He says he's disappointed, but he's not ripping NBC or anything like that. All right, so. Uh, Cam is back from Las Vegas. Uh, we'll get some uh, Vegas stories a little bit later on, but without further ado, um, is Mark Lawrence ready to step up and in? I believe he is. Mr. Mark Lawrence, are you there, Mark? Playbook.com's Mark Lawrence. How you doing, Mark? I'm Mark. doing terrific. How you doing, Gabe, and how you doing, Cam? Doing great, Mark. Happy to be back. I'm surprised. I'm surprised you're not here, actually, at the Meadowlands right now because the place is packed. With horse players. I don't know what the hell is going on today, but, and I know you love the ponies. Like anyone that loves the ponies seems to be at the track today. We got guys dressed up. Uh, there's like a half naked dude in the bathroom right now. <laughs> I'm telling you, like, Cell Block D is rocking uh, tonight. We'll get we'll get the shot after. Like, your boy Callaway just rolled in. I think Callaway's got a job, Cam, because he seems to show up right around now every day uh, as Excellent. of late. Seems to be his drill. But uh, we have <laughs> Mr. Mark Lawrence uh, with us. So, Mark. Uh, I was talking about a big uh, game tonight. So, you know, last night before the All-Star break uh, for the Toronto Raptors, Raptors riding a 15-game win streak uh, right now. They have one more game uh, tonight against the Brooklyn Nets. And as you wrote about over at Covers.com, um, you know, the, the Raptors have done very well against sub-opponents, sub-500 opponents. And if you want to win and you want to, like, you win divisions in sports, you got to beat the bad teams. And Brooklyn aren't bad, but they are a sub-500 team. 28-3 and 3 
uh, straight up 2010 and one against the spread versus sub 500 foes uh, this year. But what's impressive, Mark and Cam? Uh, Mark about this 15 and 0 straight up in their last 15. Yet they're still 10 and five during this run. Very impressive run by the Toronto Raptors, the defending champions. Yeah, I'd say they're the talk of the NBA right now, Gabe, because of this really nice win streak they're on. And, you know, they beat Brooklyn in the past like a drum. They beat them 17 in the last 18 games they played. And you don't have much of a number to get over here, not much of an impost in this line here as well. I think there's a little bit too much love for Brooklyn in this game and maybe not enough for Toronto. I'm going to back the Raptors in their situation. As you mentioned, they love beating up on these cupcake teams. One thing I'll tell you, the Nets have been playing good basketball, and we've talked about this often, guys. They're better without Kyrie Irving. They just are. And it's nothing against Kyrie Irving. He's a good guy. He's not a bad guy. It's just a basketball thing. The ball flows more, and the Nets have been hot, actually, as of late. Uh, the Nets have been playing good basketball, 5-2 and two straight up um, in their last seven, 6-1 and one against the spread, but they have a hard time beating the Toronto Raptors. It's been six straight. Mark talked about the long-term uh, the long -term dominance. Raptors have won six straight versus the Nets. Something to keep our eye on here, too, guys. Uh, imagine 10-5 and five against the spread cam, but also the Raptors 8-2 and two to the over in the last 10. So basically, betting the Raptors in the over on a nightly basis has been extremely profitable. You could have went to see the real foreigner instead of just a foreigner cover band in Las Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent point, Gabe. No, and it's crazy. I'm at the sports book playing ponies, and you know, you get to talk to the regulars, and people were putting down Raptor future tickets, and these are the same guys you say going, "Hey, the Raptors, bunch of chokers." Remember in the Cleveland days, Gabe? We used to go to the games and watch them lose. It's a totally different vibe in Vegas. People believe that they're being disrespected, and it's nice to see these shows actually talk about, "Hey, Kawhi, is there a decision with the Clippers or the Raptors?" Instead of the Raptors are a bunch of they're going to be junk without them. And I'll tell you something: these guys took it personally. They, it's a team game. It's not just Kawhi. So they said basically, "Screw you. We're going to show up." Every night, and we're a team, and it wasn't just about Kawhi, it was all of us, and they're proving, uh, you know what, they can deliver. A team in the Eastern Conference that's starting to slow down a little bit, but I wouldn't put too much uh, stock in it just because they're kind of banged up right now. And uh, Mark, the team in your backyard, I'm talking about the Miami Heat, seems like they've been on the road forever. Like they've been like just on the West Coast forever. Now tonight they're in Utah. The Jazz are laying four and a half. Guys, the Jazz have been burning money as of late as home favorites. 0-6 and 1 um, against the spread in the last seven games as a home favorite. You know where the money has been with these teams? Obviously Miami at home, uh, but they both play to the over. And, you know, you don't think of Utah as a high-scoring team. Utah 28-25 and 25 to the over. The Heat are 30-22-1 and one, uh, to the over on the year. It's a pretty significant edge towards the over. Uh, Mark, any quick take on this basketball game tonight? The Miami Heat getting four and a half uh, in Utah. Well, the wheels came off of the Jazz here about two weeks ago, Gabe, and, you know, they, I think they lost four or five games in a row straight up as favorites. And I think uh, there was an investigation that was about to happen with the team, but they finally got their act back together here uh, of late. They do have revenge against Miami here. The Heat is not 100% healthy. I'm going to back the Jazz. All right, we'll take a quick break. We'll be right back with Mark Lawrence. 
Are you ready for the nation's first and only free 24-hour network dedicated to you, the betting and fantasy sports enthusiast? SportsGrid will provide you with real-time content, statistics, and gaming intelligence unlike anything you've ever seen before. Located both in the heart of New York City and inside the FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowlands, SportsGrid is live 18 hours a day, here to serve you, the fanatic. This is SportsGrid. Get on the grid. We've been informed it's Hip Hop uh, Wednesday. Oh, yeah. It is. I don't really know how it's different than Hip Hop Tuesday, Day Thursday, Monday, Thursday. Friday. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's Hip Hop something right. every day. It's like when Yanks on the board, it's Hip Hop. It's a Hip Hop Day. <laughs> It's like Callaway rolling into the book. Yeah, it's it's hip hop. Another day. <laughs> well, most of the times on uh, in game live, it's like usually hip hop and stuff like that. Yeah. But like, uh, I try to accommodate game time decisions with rock and roll. But I didn't have a uh, hip hop uh, yesterday, so we did it today, making it up. It's a makeup day, buddy. Right, it's all good. Do do your thing, Yang. Uh, do do, your, do thing, your thing. Yeah. Love Mark Lawrence's ringtone. <laughs> it's a spy move. Mark Lawrence uh, with us, playbook.com. Uh, All right, Mark, let's just go quickly through the basketball, and I want to get your take on the XFL. Uh, and uh, great job, Mark Lawrence has a uh, playbook uh, for the XFL. Uh, but we're speaking of some fun games uh, tonight, so we were talking about the Jazz burning money. Miami are in a bad spot here, though. They're running out of gas. The All-Star break's coming up uh, here. I didn't end up pulling the trigger. Do you have any opinion on this game uh, with, the, with the Jazz in the heat, Mark? Well, as you mentioned, Gabe, the Heat are a little bit banged up right now. Jimmy Butler did come back, but they've got a couple of other players still on the uh, IR, if you will. Utah does have revenge. I think that last basketball game, they finally got off the schneid here. I'm going to lean to the Heat in this contest. Hey, Mark, what about... Big uh, uh, late-night game tonight, uh, guys. Oh, yeah. The Lakers? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say, Gabe, uh, also another good one. You brought up a great point, Gabe. Uh, We'll talk Milwaukee and Indiana. That line's moved from... uh, Indiana now favored by one, and they were one-and-a-half-point dogs. But, Mark, great one tonight. Lakers and Denver, you want to talk about a hot team. The Nuggets, they're making you gold right now. Eight and two uh, ATS in the last ten. And as for the Lakers, it's hard to go against them. But Denver opened up as one-and-a-half-point pooches. Now we're getting two-and-a-half, Mark. Uh, do you lean to the home dog here? But we know how lethal the Lakers can be. I'm going to lean to that home dog, Cam. I know that the Lakers got beat up pretty bad in their last meeting, they got uh, they lost by 24 to the to the Nuggets here. But as you mentioned, Denver is playing some really good basketball right now. Uh, you know they're gold mining right now, and Lakers are a very popular public team. When they win, the price just keeps getting higher and higher on this team, and it's been driven, like you say, to the point where Denver opens up favored. Lakers now the road chalk here. I'll stay at home with Denver in this contest. You know, Denver kind of underachieved earlier in the year. I think they, they had to get used to the higher expectations. It was a disappointing playoff end uh, last year. But as you mentioned, they played through the injuries. They're very similar to the Toronto Raptors. I've always compared the two. Don't forget, Masai Ujiri began the process uh, in Denver, too, uh, before he was in Toronto. Uh, but they have a deep team. They were banged up. They didn't really... I remember Coach Malone said, you know what, we're good. We're just going to have fun. We're not panicking. We understand guys are hurt, and it's not going to be easy, but we're just going to have fun and play through it. And they have. Now they're 8-2 and two straight up. They're playing defense a bit, too. 8-2 uh, and two straight up and against the spread of the last 10. Uh, road teams won both games this year. They played twice already. 
Uh, I remember earlier in the year, uh, the Lakers went in there and won a big game against Denver. And then Denver you know, crushed the Lakers in Los Angeles, but LeBron didn't play in that game. The over is 5-1 and one in the Lakers' last six road games against teams uh, with a winning record. The Nuggets are 4-0 ATS and straight up in their last four games as well. I think Denver's the play, and I think the over's the play. I do want to get to the XFL, so let's just go quick through to college basketball. These games actually start early. Creighton and Seton Hall starts at 6.30. The Blue Jays. Cam, give us a Blue Jay. Chirp, chirp. Cheep, 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 cheep. Blue Jays. <laughs> the Blue Jays. Bill Walton's stealing, your, stealing our bet, too. Uh, Blue I know Jays. He is. 18 and 6 straight up on the season. 12 9 and 2 ATS on the year. Pirates, guys, 12 and 1 Yarr. straight up in our last 13 games. A lot of excitement. Uh, in, uh, in Newark uh, right now and in Jersey about this Pirate team. Final four maybe, Mark. People are excited. What do you make of this game tonight against uh, the Blue Jays? As you mentioned, Gabe, both teams playing really good basketball right now. Creighton with double revenge chip on their shoulder, taken out twice by the Hall last year. You got Seton Hall off their big upset win over the weekend coming in here, changing roles, laying a dozen, half a dozen to Creighton here. I'm going to play Creighton plus the points. I think this game comes down to, like we say in football, whoever scores last. Yeah, those Big East dogs, Gabe. Cam, I imagine you like West Virginia tonight. Oh, Gabe, you're reading my mind, buddy. Bring out Davy Crockett and the musket. Bang, bang. I'm on West Virginia. How do you not? How do you? Uh, it's tough. Kansas is a good team, guys. But I'll tell you, West Virginia and, and Huggy Bear, they have not lost at home. They're a totally different team, Gabe, when they go on the road. But at home, uh, a lot of good home cooking in Morgantown, Mark. It's a, uh, Basically, I laid the money line with these guys. I know people are betting West Virginia. It's a little bit scary, Mark. But what do you think of Kansas, uh, West Virginia? Should be a classic. I was a little bit surprised to see the, the move go from Kansas' favorite to West Virginia, just given the fact that Kansas is the number one ranked team in the country. But we've seen so many of those dominoes fall by these number one teams, and it's in venues like this is where these uh, where they do lose that ranking, if you will. West Virginia taken out by Kansas earlier this year. You have a perfect set in this game. West Virginia comes off a double-digit loss. Kansas off a 14-point win. I'm with you, Cam. I'm on the Mountaineers here. The Stump Jumpers. Give me the, uh, them at home. <laughs> stump Jumpers. <laughs> All right, settle down, Davy Crockett. Uh, let me just uh, throw in here. Kansas have won three straight in the series. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Back at the I, don't, I don't want to be the city. With uh, the windbreaker. Yeah. Remember I'll that be the guy? city like, folk. What a, what a coat that guy was rocking. Best windbreaker in town. Rock Jock Jayhawk. Yeah, I'll be the uh, – yeah, I remember that, dude. Uh, uh, well, the Jayhawks have won three straight against uh, West Virginia. So there is a triple revenge situation. Kansas is just so damn good. You know, suspensions, injuries, and Bill Self isn't even happy with the way that they're playing. They're still 9-1 straight up in their last 10. Total feels um, total feels a little low, actually, here. Uh, you know, even though, you know, it's interesting. West Virginia are 4-1 and one of the under in their last uh, five games. All right. So, um, XFL football, we'll get back to the basketball. Cam's got some goal picks later as well, but before we let Mark Lawrence go, XFL uh, football um, is back, XFL 2.0. And I'll tell you what, that they, were, they had their best game was the first game. They were lucky about that. It was on ABC. They had the best broadcasting crew, I thought, for it. And Greg McElroy will join us on the morning after the morning, uh, tomorrow morning. Uh, so Greg McElroy and uh, Steve Levy did a great job broadcasting the game. The product is clearly better, Mark. And uh, there's some interest amongst the, the media. And uh, I'm curious to see 
you know, how it carries on from week to week. A lot of these new leagues do well. The XFL had 10 million people watch the first time of week one. They had like 1 million people watching the second week, and they had like 10 people watching by the end of it. So it's all about how it goes on, but it was pretty good football, Mark, and football that uh, we'll bet on. I think it was real good football, Gabe. It was entertaining, and I think the people really liked the innovations and the changes that they saw in the game. You're going to see the National Football League adapting to those changes and making quite a few of the same. I love the college football rule with one foot inbounds catching a pass. You don't have to wonder or not if whether there's going to be a two-minute time out to review a pass catch in the National Football League, your eyes tell you whether they catch the ball or not. You don't need the referees to do just that. I also love the transparency in the league, going up into the play review booth, hearing exactly what's being said between the man upstairs and the referee on the playing field, miking up the coaches. I think there's a lot to like about this league. I think they're going to be a success this first football season, and we're pumped up. This XFL football newsletter we got out there, Gabe, if you read it from cover to cover, you're going to be amazed at all the stuff that we dug up and found out about this league. You know, I'm going to try to, I'm going to try to keep on top of everything from a week to week basis. And last week, guys, it was interesting. Already, some weird beats and stuff in the XFL. So the first game, DC Defenders they covered. They were the favorites, so one and zero favorites. The total was interesting, guys, because it was it actually was like 49 and a half. It was, and then it went up though. To like 51 and a half. So it all depended on when you bet it uh, as far as that total was concerned. Because it went up right before the game. Um, Houston, another favorite. They get it done. That game just creeped over the number just barely uh, as well. So let's call it, you know, you could call it 2-0 two, two fav- two and oh for the favorites for sure. But then the underdogs uh, bounce back. Mark, I see you're looking at uh, the D.C. defenders who I was on against Cam Seattle Dragons and head coach Jim Zorn. Uh, We've made you the Dragon fan here, Cam. But uh, the Guardians played some smash-mouth football, looked pretty good. Uh, Kevin Gilbride was underestimated, but he had the Guardians ready to play. Well, you know, I like to look inside the stats at the games, Gabe, and when I look inside these stats, I wanted to throw up looking at the Guardians' numbers that they put up in the game or the ones that they didn't put up, I should say. You win the football game 23-3, to and you get out-yarded in the contest nearly 150 yards in the game. You gain 100, uh, 223 total yards in the football game. They were big benefactors by turnovers in the contest, and bigger than that, Tampa Bay four times first and goal and couldn't score a point. They went empty, obviously, in the red zone did Tampa Bay in the contest here. What goes up usually comes down, especially from week one to week two in a new league here. I think New York gets exposed in this football game. D.C., the much better football team, I think they win this game comfortably. Wow, Mark Lawrence bringing the heat uh, cam. Sounds I like, like uh, D.C. Defenders, the XFL up. play of the week. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, Mark, we'll talk uh, a little Tampa Bay-Seattle. Seattle was an interesting team. They started out good as the pooch, Mark, but, you know, they got yards. But as the game progressed, you know, they, they started, the defense started to get broken down. Uh, Tampa Bay, uh, this is a basically a low number. They're only laying a point and a half, total 45 here, Mark. What do you think? Gabe made me uh, the Seattle fan. I'm not sure this team is that good, though. Well, I wonder here, too, there's a 
quarterback controversy is going to happen in Tampa here. Aaron Murray really struggled in his first game. He put up the worst QB ratings of all the quarterbacks in the league last week. He's going to have to step up and deliver in this football game here. Seattle loses a lot better, a lot closer than the scoreboard indicated because he actually outgained D.C. in that football contest here. But I'm going to give Tampa Bay one more crack at this, and basically because of an NFL angle that I use, and I like to apply NFL angles into this league, and if they continue to keep winning, I'll keep tracking them. But what happens is when you're a road favorite and you lose and you only scored three or less points, since 1980s, they've gone 6-1 and one straight up on the bounce back, 5-2 and two to the spread. I think Tampa Bay gets the money in this game. Mark Lawrence, it's always a pleasure, sir. Thank you for joining us. Playbook.com. Check it out. Thanks, Mark. Have a great week, guys. Be good. Thank you. Want to light the lamp on DraftKings and FanDuel this NHL DFS season? Then join DailyRoto.com and learn from the best daily fantasy sports players. Get updated fantasy hockey projections for NHL DFS, line combinations, and build stacks for tournaments in the Daily Roto NHL DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy hockey without using Daily Roto, you are doing it wrong. Enter the promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. Thank you, Yeg. But as I stated, we got a packed house uh, here at the Meadowlands uh, today. People really betting the ponies. Northfield Park oh, already into race two. Zero minutes to race two at Northfield uh, Park. Um, there's uh, Ryan Stahl on the on the drive uh, in this uh, race. Got to love the name Kurt Sugg. Uh, Lucinda, Lucinda Belcher. Uh, it's a great shot here. We got Scotty Farrell right in the middle of uh, all the, the maniacs. Um, Scotty loves to eat popcorn. He's crushing like popcorn with Carver High. They're watching Northfield Park uh, right now. Our boy Larry David is here. And uh, it's amazing. Like uh, Larry David. You remember Larry David? I think you met him. Remember he was at the Road Rage in, uh, in Hoboken last year. That's awesome. Nice guy. And uh, yeah, yeah, he come, yeah, he's here tonight. He doesn't come often anymore, but he was here. And uh, he goes, oh, I, I won over the weekend. I said, all right, what'd you have? He said, I had Nick Taylor, the Canadian, Nick Taylor, 14 to 1. I said, how the hell do you pick Nick Taylor? So uh, good job uh, by, uh, by picking Nick Taylor there. But all right, guys, I sent Brian to the window. Uh, we sent uh, Badline Brian to the window to get our ticket. Hopefully he comes back with something positive here. Yeah, that's his name. <laughs> <laughs> Great nicknames while I've got. I like it. Badline Brian. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Bad line, Brian. Uh. Uh, kid's taking a while right now, too. So, yeah, bad line, Brian. Yeah. I sent him to put in. I'll put a little play in on uh, on the over, the Xavier and Butler game. It's too low at 129.5. And, and I like the over, the Seton Hall game, but you guys should already know that because I gave it this morning on the morning after. And I played a Seton Hall money line parlay with Michigan at Northwestern, plus money. So, uh, we got uh, Seton Hall to win the game, Michigan to win the game. I got Xavier and Butler to go over the number. And I got Seton Hall and Creighton to go over the numbers. That's just some little early 6.30 action uh, for you guys. But we got a ton of picks to get to. Um, we'll get back to the XFL later in the week. Uh, we'll, get to Cam's, um, we'll get to Cam's golf picks in a couple of minutes. They're at Riviera uh, in Los Angeles. Uh, but let's take a look at the NBA and uh, the National Hockey League uh, tonight, Cam. And I've been, I've been aggressive the last couple of nights. I've been playing the board. 
and I'm coming hard again tonight at the NBA. Uh, no fear. We're coming hard. We're swinging for the fences. And uh, we're going to start off with the Toronto Raptors. I don't like laying four points. I played a money line earlier in the day uh, on the Raptors. You know, if you it's it's up to four. Let's see. It's it, people are betting them here even. Like everyone's jumping on the Raptors right now. It's four money line all the way up to minus one eighty six uh, right now. They've dominated the Nets, can they've won six straight. But the Nets are playing good basketball uh, right now. But the Raptors travel well, and as as we talked about it earlier, guys. 20-10-1 against the spread against teams with a sub-500 uh, record. Very impressive. The Raptors take care of business against teams they're supposed to. I think they win tonight. I, I think they extend the streak to 16. I'm going to tell you, Gabe, though, it's going to be right around the number. It's going to be really close. Uh, you know, heavy action. They, they find ways. And you know during this win streak, they've squeaked out some victories. And you said it. Now you're getting the Nets as a home dog. I wouldn't be messing around with this spread. I think the Raptors could win between, like, one and three points. I think it's going to be tight within within the four. But, uh, yeah, if you're going to do something with this game, I would take them on the money line and find a, find a dance partner because I'll tell you something, Brooklyn could be pretty juicy getting four at home and people talking. The whole world knows about the Raptors' streak now. It makes it a little bit dangerous. Yep. They are professionals, but I'd be very tread, tread lightly with this game. I hate to say it. Remember when uh, the, at the start of the streak, Gabe, we both said this game, it smelled fishy, and the, and the Knicks even covered the eight against the Raptors. Raptors win, but I'll tell you, it's going to be a real tight one. Uh, money line parlay for me or nothing. I'm not laying the four. Uh, they are 6-1 and one against the spread in their last seven games, and I'm talking about uh, the, uh, the Brooklyn Nets. All right, you brought up the Pacer game earlier against the Bucs. Yeah. No, uh, no Giannis tonight. Uh, the Greek freak is out. The Pacers are in a free fall right now. They've lost six games in a row. They lose in incredibly painful ways on a nightly basis, it seems, as of late. The, the all-star break can't get here soon enough uh, for this basketball team. I'm going to pass on this game. I, if I had to bet a cam, I would play the Pacers, though. I think the Pacers win just because they're not going to lose every damn night at this point. <laughs> like They've I lost six in you. a row. They can't buy a break. I think they win tonight. I think the Pacers are going to play, actually. Here's the thing. The Pacers are at home. They were playing well. It seems like right now they're convoluted. You're right. They're not playing their best basketball, but you don't have to deal with Giannis. You don't have to deal with that. And he changes the whole facet of the game. They can do some different things, Gabe. Now it's only minus 115 on the money line, or you can lay the point and a half. I like the Pacers tonight. I think I'm going to take a chance. It's hard get, you know, getting to back a cold team, but I like the situation. You know, I'm one of the best players in the league on the road. Desperation. Eileen Pacers. Small play. Yeah, you know what? I just uh, talked myself into it as well. You know what? I did too. <laughs> so, I'm gonna just, I don't oh, like, do the show. I don't like. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what we're here for. That's uh, here's our here. here's our main man, Crazy Mike. Hey, come up here, Mike. We'll get you up. Uh, let's get Mike in Capper's corner. I want to see what Mike <laughs> likes uh, tonight. We'll get Mike up here in Capper's corner. I want to get uh, I want to get Larry David, my man, but he said he's too shy. Uh, Larry David's taking in the track. Hey, Pharrell. There's my man right there. He's sitting over here. He's, he's, he's a rageaholic. He's a fan. He's come to our live shows in Hoboken and stuff, this guy right over here. Yeah, we call him Larry David. He looks just like Larry David. <laughs> That's the legendary Scotty Farrell right there. He's a hell of a gambler. Dodger fan. He's a big Dodger fan. Old school Brooklyn. Um, <laughs> introducing Farrell to the regulars here. That's why I'm the mayor of the Meadowlands. Hey, Mike, right. uh, Yeah, what are you playing? That's Mike, right. come up here. Set him up. Hey, Brian, come on. 
Let's go. Bad beat, Brian. Let's go. Let's get let's get him going here. All right, uh, Mike. Mike oh, yeah, went no lock, Mike. He doesn't have anything locked in. Yeah. Every lock has a key. Just want to say. Uh, an old friend yeah, there's of no ours, lock uh, tonight, Mike. There's no lock. <laughs> yeah, no, every lock has a key, buddy. And I'll tell you, Gabe, old friend of the program, I got a, a text from him. Guy listens to the program, won $3,800 on Nick Taylor, getting him at 120 to 1. One of the guys who uh, listens to us there, I'm like, hey, you got any golf picks for me this week? Like, oh, my God, that's four, almost four grand. So congratulations to Mike Hollingdale friend of the program here i uh, i couldn't believe it four four well, that's why i need to know i want to know what i know i want to know what larry david likes if he picked nick taylor last week he said he only bet two guys daniel berger and nick taylor that's who Those i were bet. His two berger. guys uh, last berger, week berger was my guy he <laughs> yeah. finished uh six tati six but uh yeah i'm really hey, you only, for the you only this week what you only bet Berger because he sounds like food, though. He actually capped it, Cam. Like, he broke oh, it down. Oh, no. I <laughs> you just saw Berger. Berger's like, high. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I want a big, juicy burger, but yeah, Berger's also been playing very good golf, Gabe. Watch out for Berger this week. Uh, no, actually, this week, I, I'm actually starting things off. If you like chalk, Gabe, I'll give the golf picks, but I started my picks at 50-1, to 1, but I'll give you three guys if you like chalk. Patrick Cantlay at 22, but I'm going to go with my guys. Bryson DeChambeau at 50-1. to 1. He has the week off after going to Abu Dhabi and playing on the European Tour. That's a crazy odds. Now I'm getting Sun Jaim, one of the hottest players in the world. I understand. He doesn't win. He gets a lot of T8, T6. One of these days, he's going to knock down that door. Colin Morikawa was tired. He needed a break, and now he got one. Watch out for him this week. California kid, Gale. Gabe, he's a Cal Golden Bear, and he'll love Riviera with his game. It suits him perfectly, 60-1. to 1. Matthew Fitzpatrick at 75-1. to 1. I guess the horses are coming in. And my big bomb plays, who says he can't go back-to-back? Back? Nick Taylor, 110. And our new friend, Lanto Griffin, at 150-1. to 1. Watch out for Lanto. Another T10 last week. That's my boy, Lanto uh How's yeah, you my love boy that, uh, Ricky Ruffles doing? Oh, Where's yeah, Ricky Ryan, Ruffles at? Ryan, Ru- Ryan Ruffles? I don't know. Is he working for Lay's? I haven't seen that guy on any leaderboard. I think he's on the Hooters, Hooters tour. What do they call it? Corn Ferry now? Like, I haven't seen a old Ryan Ruffles chips. He had a great debut. He played though. well that one day him. I took him. Exactly. He was the cheapest DFS option ever and made the cut. Ryan Ruffles. All right, so you have a lot of long shots there, Cam. Who's actually going to win the tournament? <laughs> if I could pick one guy, I'd go with Cantlay. Like all your guys are like 15 or to 1. Hey, oh, Carver. Yeah, no, Carver high here. Doing. We got Cam. Yeah, Cam's picks. Him, I love the picks. So I said, all right, great picks, Cam, but who's actually going to win? Like, because all your picks are like 100 to 1. Morikawa. Yeah, the big one. time bombs. Like, yeah, I like how your bombs. lowest pick is 50 to 1. <laughs> I'm not screwing around. We're on TV now, Gabe. I can't get people chalk. I got to really get a swing for the fences. Nick Taylor style, buddy. 110 to 1. Let's do it. Yeah, no, I really like Morikawa this week. 60 to 1. Watch out for that guy. California Golden Bear at this course. He hits it straight. Very dangerous. All right, so Cam likes uh, Bryson DeChambeau. Yep. Um, as soon as I started reading it, it came down. <laughs> Sun Jaim. There we go. Thank you. Thank you. Sun Jaim. Morikawa. Matthew Fitzpatrick. And then the big time bomb plays, Nick Taylor, 110 uh, to one. Although no one ever goes back to back. Lanto Griffin, 150 to one. I have a story for you, Gabe, and we'll get to we'll get to basketball because more people bet basketball and other sports. I'll say this: there was a guy, Brendan Todd. He went back to back this year and finished second 
leading into like the back nine too. You can go back to back. And I'll tell you something. The reason I'm backing Nick Taylor, he did it on different courses. He did it on different courses. Uh, they play all sorts of co different uh, tracks at Pebble Beach. And I'll tell you, watch out for this guy. He hits it straight. He's got a hot putter. Nick Taylor can go back to back. The price is too good to ignore. I got to take him at 110. The Raging Redhead uh, Cam Stewart uh, sure. back from Las Vegas, Nevada. Mike, where's Mike or Larry David? They got picks or what's the story? <laughs> hey, Larry David. Yeah. Yo, I'll Larry. Give you a couple. Yeah, I'll give you a couple other ones. <laughs> he's, he's deep. Uh, he's, the Carver High. Yeah, he's focused on the ponies right now. I, I can't disturb him, Cam. He's like, he's deep I, in. I, I understand. Uh, he's deep. Downs right now. <laughs> I asked him if he's going to be hanging out. He goes, yeah, I told him about eight or nine. All right, get on the grid. We'll get back to the picks. Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash DUNK to learn more. Get on the grid. We're rolling along here. We got a ton of picks uh, to, to get to. Oh yeah, activity, activity. Thanks to. Uh, oh, I told you. No, look, you get. I told you it's busy. You can tell that's just like a small portion. Uh, look at the crew, Cam. They're serious. Look at the guys capping, sitting at the table here. My second favorite guy, Gabe, is take a look at the guy with the glasses at the bar. He eats French fries faster. Oh like yeah, yeah. I've never seen a guy eat like that guy before. He does. You say I am like I eat like a duck. This guy, he doesn't chew either. Yeah, I love that guy. He's always yeah, he great facial expression. At the he bar. eats like uh, he eats like a pigeon. I call him the pigeon. Yeah, the pigeon. He, he sort of like he, he bobs his head. Yeah, like yeah. you said, that yeah, guy devours like he devours like corned beef sandwiches and stuff. With his boy, Calloway. there's Callaway. Look, having a coffee. Yeah, there he is. Yeah, there he is. <laughs> yeah, look at that smooth look. Look at him. Yeah. Give me a coffee. Yeah, go. <laughs> so he's Callaway's having a rough week. Uh, yeah, yeah. I was, I was, I was. I saw him up close. He's a little more, uh, he's a little more tattered than he is usually. <laughs> last night, I swear to God, it's the first time I ever seen him show emotion. He was yelling at the screen. He got pissed off. Like for the first time, I saw him. And he was real animated. He calmed down fast. He calmed down after. But these guys are the freaking best. Like like you said, what a crew. <laughs> I love what horse crew. players. Like I said, we got our boy Gary that lives in the van. Like he was having a shower in a can earlier. Like at full house. Scotty. <laughs> Let's come up here, Scotty, for a second. Actually, grab the mic there, Scotty. Grab it. I love it, Scotty. <laughs> Pharrell in the house. <laughs> Scott, I love that you're sitting in right in the middle. Isn't that like if you've been, been in court before? 
sitting in that row, you're like in court. That's like being, I've been in court in Buffalo before. And it's like you're sitting in the row in court in Buffalo with these people over here watching the races, Scott. I walk by, and all I know is that you were making fun of some dude eating like a pigeon. And I started cracking up. And I just love the fact that you sit and abuse people till no end. And, and just no one has any clue that you're doing it. And that they're just diving into the harness racing and every and every thoroughbred race as you're just you and Cam are just absolutely just trolling. <laughs> just Look here, we get the camera up. up. Uh, get the shot up. <laughs> here, get the shot back. Get the shot back. We love this shot. It's our favorite. Scotty, get get the shot, guys, in the pit. Shot of the uh, the patrons here in, in the horse book. Galloway in the to pit. my left. Here we go. Good job. Thank you, <laughs> Scott. I swear to God, look at this shot. We could sit here and do a reality show go. for hours. I know. For hours. There it is. Yeah, Cam's favorite is the guy in the Callaway hat. Like he's like a legend, Scotty. Like we talk about this guy. I know him. I, saw him. I see him over there. <laughs> yeah, but the, the guy next to him's even better. He's like from Denmark or something, and he's <laughs> got, got like the, the shades on. And look at him leaning back. He's leaning back, and he talks. Yeah, the pigeon talks so much smack to everyone, and everyone's an idiot. And he's a genius. And then the guy over at the bar. If you go further over to the bar, there's a tall guy over at the bar leaning over the bar. You can just see him now in the right hand corner of the monitor. That guy standing there with sitting there's a guy sitting next to him but you can see him standing there and like the it's an off like uh gray sweater he's standing up he's like six foot four he's having a drink right now that's him that guy yeah. is over there just giving that guy next to him massive business he's just an <laughs> you're an idiot shut up your bets suck you cost me money shut your mouth i'll beat your ass i love <laughs> <laughs> don't you it's a reality i can't get <laughs> I can't look at this. What I love about this, Scotty? <laughs> how about the chick? How about the chick? The, the, the old guys right next to us here, they're, they're the serious no, guys. They don't want to talk. Oh, how about, the one, how you, about Scotty, the one chick Gabe? that's there every single day? Go ahead, horse Cam. Players, <laughs> horse players are the heart book of the, the, the heartbeat of the sports book. When I was at uh, I was at Suncoast and like so like just beat down, they come in there and I love it. Like these guys will bet anything, like any race, any D track, Northfield right. at midnight. And I'll tell you, Scott, I, I didn't know this game. Hey. So I che I checked my points at the end. I'm playing blackjack. I go, why didn't I get any comps? <laughs> They're like, we go, all the comps are for horse players. You get every dollar for forty dollars. So I start smashing Gulfstream, Tampa Bay Downs. And here's a legend like, here too. Should have played more yeah, horses. That's her. That's her. Oh yeah. Where's the chick? Listen, Cam. She picked the chicks. No, we'll bring her up. No, we'll, no. we'll bring her up. She, she's here she every picked, day, and oh, yeah. she has a thousand tickets going. A, she has a thousand <laughs> tickets going a day, and I'm really concerned about her because she kind of skeeves me out. She's losing her hair. But I got to tell you, uh, I got to ask Cam a question. Did you eat at Dupar's when you were at the Sun Coast, the greatest Scott? pancake house on earth? That Scott? is the greatest pancake house on earth. I can't believe you said that. When I first broke up with my girlfriend, I <laughs> She made, me, she made me go to the Golden Gate, and I went to Dupar's in the prison shower there. It smelled like dead bodies and weed. Right. I went to Dupar's for the best chicken and biscuits like I've ever had in my life. I walk into the Sun Coast. There's Dupar's there. I lost my mind. I was so happy. They yeah. had a basically they had that Krispy Kreme right. donut 
but it's four times the size. It's just basically a plate, a, a donut right. game the size of a plate, and they heat it up for you <laughs> with my coffee in the morning. I love Dupars, man. That is the best. Listen, they closed the one. Oh, they closed the so they closed the Dupars at the uh, Golden Gate. That one's you closed. ever been to that heart attack? He, he, you ever he, been to the heart attack grill before, bro? Where they're like hot nurses and stuff. Oh, like, absolutely. They'll, they'll no, but, feed but you. The one in Dupars at at the Golden Gate, they closed it. They turned that into a slot I room uh, because I know the owner of that place, and he he got fed up with Dupars. I guess they they weren't paying their rent. All I know is they moved it out to the Suncoast, and if you can finish off three of those pancakes on a full plate, the big Vegas stack, that three that three pound, it is a mother load. I mean, it is the size of Nevada, this plate of pancakes. And you have to smoke like 15 bong reps and drink <laughs> yeah. like seven cups of coffee. And you have to be on at least two gaggers to go in there and work those three pancakes. I can eat the double stack. The triple is an absolute heart attack waiting to happen. You guys are freaks. I love, love that you, you make guys, fun man. of people. You're beautiful. Oh, Scott Farrell will be coming up at 7 o'clock Eastern. Gabe? Yeah, she doesn't want to come Montreal on. She picked the Chiefs, style. though. I just uh, wanted to give her credit. Oh, she likes the Chiefs? Okay. All right, so let's get... Uh, what are your best bets, buddy? Yeah, well, she what, picked what the red helmet, best? like uh, an You'd like her. Nice Filipino lady. Uh, yeah, like, yeah. All right, uh, so let's get into our picks. I got a lot of basketball picks here. Uh, give me the Raptors on the money line. Give me the Raptors, 7.30 Eastern uh, from Brooklyn. I should be there, but you know what? I'm going to be coming to Toronto next weekend. Going to see the Phoenix oh, wow. Suns in the Raptors if you want to go. It's next Friday night. Um, so give me the Raptors on the money line. Give me the Raptors and the Nets to go over 223 points. Um, you know what? It's never. This is never a sentence that ends well, but I like the New York Knicks tonight. <laughs> give me the Knicks <laughs> to do, beat the Wizards. Give me the Knicks. The Knicks the are going to beat the numbers. Wizards tonight. Yeah, give me the Knicks on the money line. Give me the Wizards and the Knicks in a track meet, high-scoring game uh, tonight. Uh, give me the Pacers to snap this six-game losing streak. Pacers get it done uh, tonight against the uh, Giannis less the Milwaukee Bucks. Nuggets are two and a half. I bought a half a point. I got it up to three. So I got the Nuggets plus three. And give me the Lakers and the Nuggets over 220. So that's the Raptors money line. Raptors nets over. Knicks money line. Wiz Knicks over. Pacers to win the game. Nuggets plus the points and the over. My college basketball already started. What do you got, Cam? Yeah, college basketball. I took a shot with Creighton. I hope we can middle that game because I know you got the haul on the money line. I like both teams, actually. Uh, I gave you the golf picks there, Gabe. Tonight on the ice, it's a really uh, slow, bad night. But Calgary should be able to take it at a buck thirty-five at L.A. It almost feels like a trap line. I hope I'm not falling in. LA's come back from their road trip. It's a good angle. Chicago, Vancouver, over six and a half. Be careful if you bet Vancouver tonight. They're red hot. This could be a letdown spot. I'm not touching the game, only the total. West Virginia on the money line in college. Indiana Pacers on the money line, Gabe. And I'll probably throw it down with the old Denver Nougats in the late night special. Buddy, I'll be on with you doing the updates after Pharrell when you host in-game live at 9 o'clock. Yeah, I look forward to it. We'll definitely uh, speak uh, tonight. We'll get into the uh, the NHL a little bit. And this Kansas game, West Virginia and Kansas, uh, fun basketball game uh, tonight. Man, the Kansas Jayhawks, you know, 9-1 straight up in their last 10 games. West Virginia 7-3 against the spread in their last 10 games. Though Kansas have won three straight in the series, six of the last seven in the series as well. You can make an argument for both teams. I know West Virginia is great at home, but... Uh, I got a small lead to Kansas. I haven't put the play in yet. Well, I'm going to in-game live this one a little bit later on, but I'm leaning with Kansas here. 
that might be the best way to attack the game. If West Virginia is up big, maybe you take a shot with Kansas or whatever you like. I'll just say this, Gabe. I can't go against a team that is not lost at home. They're a totally different team in Morgantown. Kansas is awesome, but I'm expecting a big game where the home team gets it done. And uh, I think it'll be real tight down the stretch and West Virginia will pull through. Give me the Mountaineers. In the National Hockey League tonight, the Montreal Canadiens coming off that tough loss the other night against the Panthers. They're in Boston tonight. They're plus 175. You mentioned the Flames, minus 135 on the road against the Los Angeles Kings. The Blackhawks, plus 125 uh, at Vancouver uh, tonight, Cam. Yeah, it's a tough night on the NHL card game. i got to tell you something. Boston and regulation looks good to me now. Shea Weber out four to six weeks. Montreal's captain and arguably one of their best players on defense. He does everything. That's bad news. Like, this team was playing a little bit better. That's awful. Boston and regulation, they should be able to get it done despite this series being close. Remember the last time, though? The last couple times Boston beat these guys like eight to nothing. Like, they've really embarrassed Montreal the last few times. So I think Boston is the play. They're just the better team. Calgary should be able to get it done. And I'm actually looking at Chicago as an underdog tonight. The Canucks have been good to me, but I think the whole world is going to be on Vancouver tonight. And I think it's a dangerous spot with a desperate Blackhawks team. But I like Calgary, the over six and a half in that game at Boston and Reg, because I'm not going to lay $2 uh, with the Bruins at home. You can either parlay them or put them uh, in a regulation play, which I'm going to do and parlay them. I should... I haven't added NBA pick, so I got even another one. Pistons Magic over 209. Yep. Pistons Magic. And I'm not sure if I got this in yet. I might have to send you an email here or a text uh, email. Um, I got everything in already, actually. I've handled my business, but I don't think I got this Pistons Magic game in. So, can the Raptors? It's going to be a fun game. We're going to be on an in-game live. Pharrell's going to be on at 7 o'clock. I'll be back at 9 o'clock. Can we be getting us caught up to date for this Raptor game? Can they get to 16? I say they do. Give me the Raptors. Give me the Raptors and the Nets over the number. The Knicks are going to win tonight. That's right. I said it. The Knicks are going to win tonight. That game's going to go over the number. Pistons Magic over 209. The Pacers snap their six-game losing streak. Nuggets plus three against LeBron. Lakers Nuggets over. We'll see you at 9 o'clock. Other than that, you're on your own. May the winners be yours.